This episode of the Golf Game of Podcast on the Sports Game of Podcast Network is presented to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And there's only a Two days left uh, to get 15% off everything in the SGPN store with promo code PLAYOFFS. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. We got special guest, Byron, the model maniac, if you know him off of Twitter. We're here to talk about Pebble Beach. We actually have players who can actually play golf, not just Bill Murray this year. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Byron. Are you excited for the Pebble this year? I'm very excited. Uh, 80 golfers, the best golfers in the world, or at least on this tour. Easy, and, um, easy. Yes. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, that's, can you tell I'm excited? We're making lives already. One minute yeah. in the show. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's like, it's like you're carrying water already. I hear, I've heard this all week on Twitter about how deep the PGA is. And I'm like, I don't care how deep anybody is. Like it's, that's like me talking about how, how, how good the Bruins' fourth line is. I do not give a fuck. I care about how good my first two lines are because that's what matters. Steve, sorry. How it's okay. I, mean, I was about to say that uh, <laughs> you, co- you come into this show uh, a little wounded. I mean, not just the, uh, the open wound on your arm uh, that you got when you were uh, cooking, by the way. Uh, no, Liv took another one of your guys. And uh, that oh, they, is oh probably – I mean, that's the source of your angst right now. Is you know when anybody anytime they say oh this is the best field the deepest field you know coming off of Tory Pines where we had you know Matthew Pavone it looked like a DP World Tour essentially uh, leaderboard coming down the back nine there and some really shoddy play and you see the commercial saying this is the best tour the best players and you know you know you, you just shake your head over there. Do I have any guys left? They took Rom. They took Hatton. They took the ear. They took uh, Cam Smith. Okay, if they take Keegan, like I just, I just might have to, I might have to get a live tattoo and see if, uh, see if homeboy will pay me a shit ton of money to pretend that his golf league is awesome. <laughs> there's, there's no way they're taking Keegan because of the Ryder Cup. I think that's the only thing keeping Keegan, unless, because we know, right? I think. What, what does it matter? He should have went this year, and they brought the fucking corpse of Ricky Fowler yeah. and scumbag Cam Young. Oh, oh Jesus, Barry Joseph. I don't even want. I can't. I can't go to the Keegan thing. I can't. I've already put it to bed. People bring it up. It's like ripping the scab off. Awful. Yeah. Well, well, Byron, you uh, you had some strong thoughts to me about the uh, the end of uh, the uh, the uh, Farmers Insurance Open with uh, with Stopgate. Uh, but I want I want to ask you another question. It seems like you got that all out of you. Basically, your uh, your yeah. frustration with what off the record there. stuff. Yes, yes, that is off the record stuff. We will uh, we will not include uh, exactly what the content was here. But so the first four weeks, we've seen. Over 101 win. And this is coming off the heels of what seemed like an endless stretch of just chalk hitting. Basically, anything under 50 to 1 pretty much hitting. Oh, that was obviously very profitable for much of the golf gambling industry that loves to bet between like 20 and 50, you know, to 1 and stuff. And now we're seeing a lot of long shots hit. So I, I've been, this has been racking around my brain. But, Byron, do you have any theory as far as maybe why this is happening? Is it just golf? Is it random? Or. Is there maybe something else going on that is at play that these longer shots are all of a sudden hitting? Yeah, it's a bit of golf. 
And I'm trying to rack my brain. I think Sahith was, what, 70. So that would have been a longish shot, but kind of a mid-range. So there's been guys that have been on. The thing is, if you go take a look at that golf tips checker account that does the pie chart of all the, the most popular bets of the week, those guys have been close to winning every week. It's just not broken the right way. And that, I think, is golf. You know, I think the fact that we had Keegan and Benny on at the Sony Right in the mix. We had Sam Burns right in the mix. I mean, he should have won that tournament. You know, those it's it's a fourth foot miss putt with a broomstick, and it's back to back whoppa whoppa double doubles at the Amex, away from the, the golf betting community feeling rather good about themselves heading into the farmers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I, I it's it's definitely part of golf. I remember during that stretch too last year, like like even go back to Phoenix where Scotty won. Nick Taylor probably should have won that tournament. He was a long shot. I mean yeah. You know, there, there there definitely has been close calls that would have went the other way, or like at Honda with Eric Cole, Chris Kirkson winning like twenty five to one. But um, yeah, it's it's it probably is just yeah, it's probably just a little bit of randomness. I I do think there is possibly some incentive for these guys who I mean, this is a lame duck year for the PGA Tour. Maybe some of the edges off some of the bigger stars and some of these lesser events. Where if they just don't have it the first couple of days, maybe they're not really putting in the work. And then maybe you have, you know, guys who don't really have job security when whatever the new framework agreement comes around. Maybe you got to burp their ass. Maybe this whole thing about being called mules and being disrespected. Maybe they're going to the range more. Maybe they're meeting with their coach and they're, you know, getting a little sharp. So I don't know. It might be a combination of both. I, I feel like this week, though, is at Pebble Beach where lots of short irons, kind of a putting contest. You got the weather in play. You know, I, I feel like, and I don't know if this is sentiment across everywhere else, but maybe the, this, the narrative is just, we're just going to load up all on long shots, forget the favorites. And it seems like to me, like whenever that sentiment happens, like Rory's just going to win by like three. <laughs> well, it's not a major, so Rory could win. <laughs> that, so. that, that is true. So... <laughs> So, Byron, uh, getting the pebble this week. So, we got the weather in play. Uh, obviously, you're a big stats guy. How do you. No tea times yet. No tea times yet. The PGA is a criminal organization. We need to hit them with Rico because it's unbelievable. We have no tea times. It is almost 9 p.m. Eastern time, two days before the tournament, and we have no fucking tea time. Unbelievable. Well, it's like what you said. They're just stacking it for Rory. You know, they're trying to make sure exactly. he gets in the good wave. So, although, is Rory still in favor? Is now he, that he stepped away, like, is he in like favor? Is he in the good graces of the people? That's right. You know away? what? They're trying to actually stack it for Cantlay. And, oh. uh, and the guys on the policy board, they got the sponsor's invite coming in, by the way. That's, uh, you know, that, that's not rigged at all. But uh, anyways, with Byron, you know, so obviously you are the model maniac. You love your statistics there. How do you incorporate weather into it? Because, you know, we don't really get situations like this where there's not a lot of terms we get where it's cold and rain and windy. Obviously, low sample size. Does it kind of take a little bit more judgment from you as far as handicap in the field? Or do you just say, you know what, I'm going to rely on just the skill sets and just hope it works out? Yeah. So I'm, I put a lot of thought into my Twitter handle as the model maniac, not just the model master, you know, because there needs to be times where there's maniac involved. And that is this week. You know, that's why we got the wig on. That's what we got the, the shirt. But for the first three rounds of golf, I'm playing this like a complete birdie fest. I want guys that can knock it close. I want guys that can 
make tons of birdie putts from 5 to 15 feet on power. And that's basically it. You can score on easy conditions. Those are the guys I won for the first three rounds. And Lord help you on Sunday. The, <laughs> whatever happens on Sunday happens on Sunday. I, there's nothing. How can you put a golfer into your lineup or, or card and expect him to make tons and tons of birdies? When the, how are you thinking the conditions are going to play out the first three days? Because I feel like Sunday just gets drastically worse. So I wonder if they're even, Steve, let me ask you this, right? So, I mean, do you guys even think they're going to play on Sunday? Like, this could be a Monday finish. I think it's a Monday finish, but Monday looks bad, too. I mean, basically, Monday looks it's, bad too. Yeah, it's all just going to be thrown in a, in a blender there. I, I, I think with the cold and the rain, though, yeah, there's not going to be any wind. But, I mean, you put these guys who live in Ponte Vedra or Scottsdale or, Cal, you know, like Southern California Easy. or Vegas. I'm, I'm sorry. Or, or fine. West Palm Beach, Jupiter, Florida. You, you put them in 55 degree weather with heavy air and rain ball is going to be dead. I mean, I don't know how easy it's going to be. Like it is going to be soft conditions without a lot of rain, you know, wind, soft but like that also means it's going to like kind of throw the stuff out the window because I don't know how these guys are going to handle the cold. So, but it's not like it's freezing though. It's 55 degrees. Just throw on. It's not freezing. But it's not freezing to you because you're in Iowa. It's not freezing to me because I'm, I'm in Western New York. It's freezing to Boston capper though. Yeah, I, listen, I, my blood has thinned out. Uh, over the last 20 years, I've been in Savannah, Iraq, and Florida, okay? It's hot in all those fucking places. <laughs> and so now, now, when it's, now when it's 55, yeah, I, listen, I, my legs still don't get cold, but I got to wear a hoodie and maybe even like the long sleeve tee underneath it. Like, it's just the way it goes. And all these, listen, I, I'm, I'm a man. Some of these golfers aren't even real men. <laughs> They're like country club bitches. I can't even imagine like how soft these guys are fucking forget about it like yeah, yeah well, well, well speaking of that uh why don't we go to our first break and then after that with the top of the board i want to play a game kind of alluding to uh what boston capper uh just mentioned there so we'll yeah. do that right after the break all right. I love how you always do that as I'm taking a sip of a drink. Anyway, Underdog Fantasy, <laughs> they have their favorite way to play alongside all your players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, and college basketball. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and you cash in and you can win up to 100 times with some spicy plays. I'll be giving out some more Underdog Pick'ems. Cam will put them on something called TikTok uh, and uh, you can see my face there. And uh, I'll be giving it out there. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use promo code GOLF, F-G-P-N, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code GOLF, S-G-P-N. Listen, old school football guys, we got we got Colby's fucking cult uh, college football experience. We're all competing for, for the best underdog one. So anybody can go do that. Throw 25 bucks in it. Let us know you did it. Maybe we'll throw you some merch. Let us beat the college football experience. Colby literally has an army of zombies. We have an army of degenerates. Let's go. Okay. All right. As I alluded to before the break. So I want to take top of the board. Everybody under 30 to one. So everybody from like Rory to JT. That's about 10 guys. And we're going to play a game called House Cat or Tom Cat. And I think I that it. is going to be go. important. I think that's important this week. I think we need to start separating the men from the boys. And yeah, look, like I can break down Scotty Shuffler's stats and everything like that. But I also seen him go on tilt uh, when the weather gets bad. He starts missing putts. So can, can, right. can I just interject really quickly? I have sure. two things. Two sure. things. So, so Thursday. 
Thursday and Friday are still not good. It's still going to be a shit ton of rain, right? Yeah. So it's going to be lift in place, and it still looks like wind could come into play. Obviously, we're a couple days out. So we talked about this offline as far as like building and like picking your guys. Like definitely not pebble, right? Well, on, on like the bad day. Like we want we want the guys playing on the good day. It's spyglass. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, wanna no? Hold on. Say that again. You want the guys playing spyglass on the? Oh yes, day. spyglass, not pebble. Yes, thank you. Easy um, equals pebble. Yes, difficult spyglass. Yep. Yeah, but with but if it's windy and with the elements, you want your guy playing spyglass. Spyglass. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Yes. Did I say it backwards? Exactly. No, I, you, you got it perfect. Yeah, when the yeah. when the wind is up, you want to play spyglass because of pebble, you're completely exposed, and you want easy conditions because you have to take advantage of pebble. It's kind of like last week where you got to take advantage of the north course. Same concept this week. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then right. and then I just got to ask Byron something. So Byron is a huge numbers and stats guy. I have to ask: Do you believe in clutch? Do you believe in yes. things you can't quantify with numbers? I know you do, right? Yeah. I actually have a clutch factor, though, that I use for, like, round four showdown, where I've, I figure out if, like, someone, what their strokes gain in round four is after they've gained nine total strokes through the first three rounds. 75% of winners gain nine strokes through the first three. And there's guys like Xander that are pretty flat when it comes to nine oh. strokes through round three. <laughs> There's other guys oh, that baby. do I have to do I have to subscribe to Rotobaro for that or can I just text you and get some of that? Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can work something out behind the scenes. Send me a, a, a firehouse because, helmet because, or something. Yeah, because Byron, Byron, like Steve, is one of these guys who aren't just all analytics. They, they know there's actual there's a guy who melts on a fucking Sunday, and you can't trust him with a five foot putt on Poa. Never mind a fucking fifteen foot putt where he's going to three putt and you're going to break your TV. Mm-hmm. That's all right. All right, let's get to the game. Rory McIlroy, uh, Byron, let me start with you. Housecat or Tomcat? He's a housecat around Pebble Beach. I think hmm. I, I've just, we've seen him. And the thing is, these housecats that chase too many mice, the more mice you chase, the more chance you have of seeing what the housecat's made of, right? And he's good enough to find himself in the mix enough for us to kind of call him a house cat you know because i think his conversion rate although he's won so many times around the world a lot of that stuff has happened over there on the on the dubai side where um things kind of lean his way a bit better so we've seen him like the rbc canadian i think the most recent anytime he's in the mix at a major you know like that kind of stuff he just doesn't grab it by the throat and go you know he's just got the mouse by the tail and then it runs away eventually right so i think uh tom cat would have gobbled that up ages ago all right, Capper, I know what your answer is, but uh, why is he a house cat? Uh, one, because he uh, doesn't recognize his Irish heritage, uh, and he claims, uh, <laughs> claims to be an Englishman, uh, which, which hurts me, and uh, my father and my grandfather before me. Uh, but it's the fact that he, listen, I know we watch more of his shots because he's Rory, but he's lost four strokes over the last 24 rounds in the PGA, not whatever happens overseas with his wedges under 100 yards. So, yeah, he sucks with wedges. He's done it a million times, and yeah, I'm not taking him in a place that he doesn't like to play. He's only showing up. I don't even know why he's showing up. I guess because he has to. I mean, he doesn't really have to because he, he showed up to less events last year than everybody else had to do because he had special status. Mr. Rory, Mr. fucking Moynihan's mouthpiece. Hey, he, he paid his $3 million fine. 
All right. My only response to the weather thing was that weather was really bad. The Scottish Open final round last year, and he, he delivered. But I've also been seeing him melt kind of recently on the back nine. He but really did he deliver or did, or did, or did Bobby lose it? No, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby hit like the, the, the three wood of his life on 18. What are you talking about? But then he missed the putt. No, he didn't. He made the putt. No, he made the putt, and then Rory hit like the five yeah. iron of his life. He had like a final few holes that was yeah. incredible. But again, it was like he wasn't in the mix. It, it was, was Bobby he, Mack. Yeah, it was Bobby Mack. It was in Scotland in a, in a whatever event with crazy conditions. <laughs> and it wasn't like he was a front runner guarding, fending off other cats. He was, he just came out of nowhere and won it. He went, bird, didn't he birdie the last three holes or something? Yeah, so he did. He did. I think he was pretty bad. And then he went, went nuclear in, there. Like so. He wasn't looking like winning at all. And then had found some inspiration. Like to me, right. that's not clutch. That's just lucky. But, right. I, I didn't have any money. Me, go, go ahead. No, no. I didn't have any money on this last week when Rory fucking hit it off the planet left and Tommy Fleetwood won, but there was nobody cackling at fucking eight o'clock in the morning with his fucking coffee more than I was. <laughs> Well, he tried to give it away again. He he blasted off the planet a couple of times on the back nine as well. And uh, I forget who he beat, yeah. or no, it was Morag, but he just, uh, Morag kind of made a mess of stuff too. And then uh, tucked his tail and went to live after that. Uh, Scotty, <laughs> Scott, Scotty Scheffler, Housecat or Tom Cap? Cap or I'll go to you. All right. I mean, he's a house cat man he doesn't drink he does bible study he fucking like i i can't i can't wrap my head around a guy who like wants milkshakes easy, easy, and, and easy. I, I said, i'm just saying like he's 100 percent a house cat now that being said he's kind of a killer but he hasn't been a killer in a minute like i think since the players i feel like he's well i texted you that i texted you a match play when he missed that bunny pot i was like oh no this is this could be bad for him and it's literally been bad for him since then Tina Green is a monster. Off the box, you can count him, but you can't count him to make any putts. And I feel like he's in his own head. You can see him. He's been in arguments with his with his putting coach on the green. Like we know that all these guys are insanely good at golf. It's it's in between the ears that separates you from everybody else. And he had it for a minute, and he lost his confidence. And as soon as he gets it back, he's gonna fucking run train over everybody. You just I'm just not convinced it's back, especially on a course like this. Like okay. with the putting's at, and he has he's never played it. Fuck out. No. All right, Byron, Housecat or Tomcat, Sh Scotty Scheffler? I'm going to go with a three-legged Tomcat. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's scrappy, he's ferocious, but he's at a massive disadvantage if he goes up <laughs> against a four-legged Tomcat as well, right? Like, That's the best answer. <laughs> oh, it's the absolute best answer. Cam, you got to clip that. That's the fucking best. You definitely do. <laughs> um, I, I remember, I mean, this is the Open Championship, but just when things go sideways for him on the greens, yeah. he really, really just melts down psychologically. And I think if the weather's going to be a little colder, maybe get a little wind, some rain, I think a lot of his ball striking uh, uh, attributes get a little neutralized in this stuff. So... I don't know how I feel about Sky this week. All right. Housecat or Tomcat? Patrick Cantley. Byron, we'll go to you. Can I just call him a pussy? Like, yeah. Because, <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> he hurt me so badly at the FedEx St. Jude. He drove it masterfully. He missed one fairway the entire Sunday, gets into a playoff against the glove. Second fairway he misses is a water ball in a playoff. Like, mm -hmm. 
talk about just slipping in milk that fell out the fridge and just eating it. Like I'm out. I'm done with him. I'm done with that guy. Okay. All right, I'm Cap kicking that house cat out the house. He's <laughs> going to have to learn to be a tomcat now. Okay. Cap or what about you? House cat or tomcat? Patrick Cantlay. So listen, you know my feelings on Cantlay. I think he's a serial killer. So other than that, like, I don't know. He's just, um, I just don't trust him to win. Like, look, like he should do well here and he's always going to do well. Like he's going to, he's going to top. He's like Xander, but with more bodies in the basement. That's it. I mean, he's Xander with more bodies in the basement. So, I mean, I guess he's a house cat because he murders people. But other than that, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's not. He's 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 a house cat. All right, I I had an outrage on him at the PGA at Oak Hill, and he was kind of lingering after the second round. I'm like, you know what? All right, maybe this has a shot. So on Saturday, I went to the course and I saw him on the first tee, and he was wearing a bucket hat. And I said, well, this bet is completely <laughs> toast because it was but it was raining buckets. <laughs> And in anyone with a bucket hat probably uh, is a loser. So I'm going to go with house cat as well. No, anytime it's gotten difficult conditions, <laughs> rain. Is that Cleveland golf? That's Keegan's brand, baby. Oh, there you go. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> Other than Byron, uh, anybody with a bucket hat is a loser. Uh, Colin Morikawa, house cat or Tom cat? Capper? Wait, house wait. fucking cat. <laughs> anytime I hear wind or mental adversity, the fact that I sat through that terrible Netflix series and watched them agonize over decisions between Cope and fucking Olive Pants told me that guy cannot pick a club when it's fucking Sunday crunch time and there's fans around. He is the most COVID golfer of all time. Period. Stop. Done. Okay. Byron, do you agree? Yep. Persian links just on, uh, what's that? Trazodone. Uh, I have some Xanax <laughs> for my dog. When we take him to the vet, he's just, he needs so much trazodone in that poor dude. Um, house cat bound for forever, in my opinion. Forever. I think he's too much scar tissue since, thank God he got all those majors early because I never seen one. He's I never don't know if it's happening again. One again. Yeah, literally anytime there's cold or wind, Colin kind of melts. He's a dome golfer. Or pressure. Uh, yep. Like, yeah, or, or, or pressure. Or pressure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or a five stroke lead going <laughs> to the back nine. Yeah. Or that. All we have to actually pants. just have yeah. well, you can't be me around the green. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like that, that was that was the level that he could not be. Me around the green. <laughs> all right. Well then of the rest of the guys, you got Hovland. We're gonna do them all. We got Hovland, we got Xander, we got Spieth, we had Homa, Ludwig, and JT. So Capper, pick two guys that you think would qualify for Tomcat status of those five. All right, so uh, Abury because I've watched him play golf in the snow up to his uh, up to his knees. Who are the other ones? JT, absolutely not. Speed, uh, Homa, or Hovland. Damn. Oh, right, you know what? I'll see. There's more. There's more Tomcats in this than anybody we just mm -hmm. talked about. Yeah, I can make an argument for almost all of those guys to be fucking Tomcats. Um, if I only had to pick two, I guess I would. I actually, I think I would go. I think I would go Spieth and Homa. Homa is definitely a fucking Tomcat. Yeah, that guy lost his card, came back, winning California. Like he wins in tough courses. Like yeah, I, I would say Homer and Spieth. And Spieth, same thing. The he came from the doldrums of of like just winning all these majors and they lost his swing, working on it so hard, and came back. And you know, look, he, he's he's playing his balls off, and I, I, those two are dead. 
definitely the alphas of that group. And I would say four of those guys are better than all the other ones you already named. Okay. All right, Byron, pick two of uh, Hovland, Xander, Spieth, Homa, Ludwig, or JT for two Tomcats you want to back. Spieth's a Tomcat that's getting far too comfortable on the couch, Boston Kappa. That's my I, take on him. I know, was, I know, I know. Once he was good. He hasn't done anything for me lately. Um, <laughs> Max Homa, the ultimate Tomcat. You know, you give that guy a, a, a block of cheese that he's got to take from another cat, and it's it's It's, it's his. It's his. And I would say that four iron, that four iron he hit. Oh my god, the, one of the sexiest shots I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> um, for the farmers last year, or yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, so I'd say Victor's my other guy who's starting to get Love some it. Tomcat street cred now. Okay, I mean, I think it's gonna be a clean sleep with Homa. Um, of all the guys in this group. Like, I, I guess what I'm looking for, like Byron, you, you mentioned this. I want guys who go with their short irons. I know they can pile up loud birdies. And then when the weather gets rough, I can know they can get up and down and put on this POA. And Homa definitely fits the bill in that. I mean, the best uh, POA putter in this group of anyone under uh, 30 to 1. Good short game. Really good from under 150. Uh, there's going to be, I, I actually went back and this weather is similar to what it was in 2019. And a lot of the proximity buckets got shifted out. So there were more longer approach shots because the ball is so, you know, not going anywhere. Good from over 200 as well. Uh, I really like Homa this week. I don't know if I can get there with the outright because I, I just, with the weather and how, how predictable it is, I don't know if I really want to bet some of the favorites. So, but I like him the best. And then probably, I think Ludwig. I kind of, I like, I, I, I had that video of the PGA tour where he was practicing. You said it to me. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. When he was practicing bunker shots in the snow and hitting three woods yeah. in frigid conditions. And I, you know, he hung around tough with Tory last week. Didn't have the putter going, but I kind of like, he, I, he I, was I, better. He was better than Ricky and half the other fucking house cat on the goddamn American team at the Ryder cup. Yeah. Kids got stones, man. Yeah, I think I like Holman and Ludwig of that group as uh, right. my favorites. All, ans- all answers are acceptable. There you go. So, all right, why don't we take our second break, and then why don't we uh, start breaking down like the mid-tier. The betting Sounds year. good. All right, listen, we got to talk to you guys about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes, plus tons of social features that give it the feel of betting in a social network. Plus, they offer low or big and fully customizable odds. You can create your own odds. Throw something crazy out there. See if somebody wants to come pick it up. And they handle the payment side of things so you don't have to worry about chasing anybody down for money. Uh, you don't have to be like uh, uh, in uh, the Bronx Dale. Uh, we, when Mario owes him 20 bucks, and he's chasing him for three months. And he, and he says, hey, is it, worth, is it worth it for $20? You never have to see Mario again? And he goes, yeah. He goes, all right. That's the best 20 bucks you ever spent. Anyway, uh, so, so, and so you get cash back every time you bet against your friends or other users. Plus, they allow you to list any kind of bet. It's perfect for getting action on those fun Super Bowl prop bets. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. So head to cut.com and visit K-U-T-T and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And last but definitely not least, Hall of Fame bets win big by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. You got one game left. Plus, they also got player props, pile lays, and game lines for the NBA and soccer uh, with historical stats and data. And any pile lay idea into the Hall of Fame bets, revolutionary pile lay optimizer, get hit 
break, broken down by leg as well as expected probability of the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which ones got value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And last but not least, at GPN Merch Store, you got 15% off everything for the next, I don't know, you got three hours and then tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> to get 15% off, and use promo code PLAYOFFS. Go buy some golf stuff. Uh, the hoodies are awesome. The long sleeve tees, uh, I love as well. Uh, so go buy some shit. Go. Go buy. Later. Okay. All right. Let's move down past 30 to 1. You got guys like Tony Finau down here, Cam Young, Fleetwood, Boygard, Tom Kim, like, a lot of guys I can think of that have had very success in kind of colder, rainy conditions. So, Byron, down past 30 to 1, let's go all the way to like 60 to 1. Have you bet anybody in this range? And if you haven't, is there anyone you maybe are considering um, for a bet? I have nine outdrafts, friends, and they start at 41. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, have I bet anyone in this range? How much time do we got? Uh, all right. And we got as much time as you got, Byron. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let it just some. By the way, this is some iced tea. Just some good stuff. Um, I'll start off with the OG Tomcat, Tom Kim. When you go put that guy, hasn't been playing great golf, but just if you think of a course that like suits his ball striking, not going to get punished for being shorter, going to be rewarded for being accurate. One of the best short iron players in the world when he's feeling it, and he's also a very good long iron player too. I don't know how good he can putt on power, but at 50 to 1 or whatever his number is, for that is 60? God damn, I'm going to have to go and find that one now. But yeah, so <laughs> I've got him at 50. I love him at 60 even more. So give me Tom Kim anytime he's in the mix. He's won three times in what, two yeah. years? Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a fucking stud. That's Absolute more stud. than Cantley. That's more than Xander combined, basically. Yep. Especially please. if you exclude the fucking Zurich, which isn't a golf oh, event. Please. That's not a golf tournament. So, yeah. Um, out, on, out on that, in on Tom Kim. I'm also in on Nikolai Hoygaard, who Ooh. to me is a cat that's on the prowl. And I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what he can get up to. He's a very underrated wedge player. He's probably one of the best wedge players in this field, actually. And I'm looking for good shot guys that can hit like gain over half a stroke on a single approach shot with the wedges. And I want it, I want it like an instant birdie basically. And he's inside the top four in that department in this field. So he's insanely good from 75 to hundred. Yeah. You should check I, him out from hundred to one fifty as well. It's incredible. Like the so, guy's phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, but I yes. see double digits from 75 to 125, and it, it, the other one's great too, but when I see double digits from 75 to 100, it's insane. So, yeah. it's a sm- so it's a small sample size, but of strokes gain per shot, well, I do it per 18 of these, like per round. Uh, he's the best in the field under 150. Byron, what number did you get him at? 50. 50 everywhere, pretty much. 45 here and like, there, so... Like, yeah, on, honestly, I, so Nikolai, so I've only bet two guys so far. I'm kind of seeing how the weather's going to play out. I'll have a final betting card probably tomorrow once we get A, T times, when the hell they're they going to drop, and B, cowards trying to get a better feel about what the weather's going to be. Are yeah. we going to get a Monday finish? I don't know, but Nikolai is definitely, I'm circling him. Tom Kim yep. as well, because, yep. you know, good from under 150, 
The only concerning thing, though, the only POA I've seen him on was Riviera, and he didn't putt very well, and he's not putting very well recently. And that is uh, going to that surface. I don't know if that's going to be something you just find all of a sudden, but he, his number has dropped a lot. And I do recall at the Open Championship Royal Liverpool, it was really bad weather conditions and similar to what we're going to see maybe on Monday, you know, just cold, rainy. And he actually played pretty well that day, finished second. So I know he can do it. That's a big factor for me this week um, with that. Uh, Capper, would have, let me throw it to you. Anybody else between like 30 and 60, you know, you're, you're thinking about maybe betting? Yeah. I'm going back to Fleetwood. They're going back to Fleetwood. Going back to Fleetwood. Okay. Doing it. I'm doing it. I hate okay. it. I hate everything about it. But he went over and not on U.S. soil, but as he does. Uh, fuck, man. But if you think about bad weather on a Sunday or a Monday and a guy, let's say he's four shots back, goes out and posts a number and goes sits in the clubhouse, that is fucking Tommy Fleetwood. You can get him at fucking 40 to 1. You can get him at 40 to 1 still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the only concerning thing about Fleetwood is the stuff I'm looking he's at. Fleetwood. That's the biggest concern about Fleetwood is he's fucking Tommy Fleetwood. Well, I can't imagine it, what Byron's number says about him on a fucking Sunday. Well, it's he a little more than that. Under 150, I don't have very good numbers on him, surprisingly. No. So that's a little concerning. It's also Tommy Fleetwood, as you mentioned. But the yeah. weather elements, seems like this would be Tommy Fleetwood type weather. Uh, I know he famously blew one to Aaron Rye, the Scottish Open, in really bad weather. I know he famously blew one at Valspar in really cold and rainy weather when I was on him, too. So, listen, it, maybe that's the positional play. Uh, I know you can get plus money for like a top 20 on him. Yeah, it's I, plus I know, 20. Yeah, I, I, know, I know we're going to be gun-shy about positionals because I just I don't know if I, how much of an appetite I have for having my Monday ruined uh, when all the positionals just get blown up. What's the difference between a Sunday and a Monday, Steve? Okay. Because I'm, because I'm at work at that point, <laughs> and I'm miserable already. It's and better to be around and asshole and coworkers and, and family. And I'm using up my company's bandwidth to stream the stream the tournament at that point, and you know I don't want to yell at the you know the admin assistant afterwards. So I'd rather yell at them than my wife or my kids. <laughs> All right, um, valid point. The best so the point only- you made speaking about Tommy Feet with Boston. <laughs> so yeah. the only guy, so the only guy I bet in this range. I'm probably going to regret it. I bet JT Poston. I got two more. Guys. All right. Well, oh, all right. fuck me. All right. Let, let me, let me go over mine first ahead. and then we'll go back to you. I bet JT Poston at 60. Kind of like when, I, like when I was talking about with Homa, kind of fits the stuff I'm looking for. He can pile up a lot of birdies because he's a really good short iron player. He's a really good putter, although the POA history is really up and down. At Valspar last year, it was bad weather. He finished T10. At the Scottish Open, kind of bad weather. He hung around okay in the final round. So even though he's like a, you know, Southeast guy, Bermuda guy, I think he's got the game to handle some of these conditions. And I like his other metrics. And he's just been playing really good since like last summer. And he just, he keeps knocking on the door. So... I bet him, but I'm also looking at Hoygaard, considering Fleetwood. I even thought about oh, I'm 100%. Mr. I'm, if you if both of you guys are on Hoygaard, I'm 100% jumping on Hoygaard. I even considered Mr. Cold and Rainy Cam's our producer Cam's nemesis Cameron Young as well. Oh, fuck him! No, I thought you were about to say Eric Cole. 
I'm not Cam Young. Cam Young will listen. What? Who's that? Who's the Dunlap? The tire guy? Fucking he won, and Cam Young has not fucking won yet. Cam Young is not going to win on the PGA Tour ever. His dad was what at Whistling Hollow, or where was the Sleepy Hollow guy Sleepy with the headless Hollow. horseman? Like, yeah, no. Cam Young, the biggest fraud to come out for fucking ever, just media hype forever. He, he's the fucking uh, who? Who? Name of basketball? Who, who's the guy with the bad uh, with the bad knees uh, who got drafted before um, Rose? Greg, Greg Oden. Greg Oden, yes, see, Steve knows. <laughs> He's the Greg Oden of fucking PGA. Fuck it, that's it. He's not going to win just because he had a beard and he's short. And he hit it a long way. Oh my god, he has a family. He must be responsible. Guess what? He sucks at everything other than driving the ball. Cam Young's never winning. Period. All right, second at cold and windy Royal Liverpool last year. Is that a win? I'm just saying. Good finishes. Top top five at TBC Potomac in the cold and wind. Top 10 of the Masters last year in the, cold, in the cold and the wind. Was that also a win? There are some good performances in this type of weather. And he's not that bad of a short iron player. I'm, not, I'm probably not going to bet it because I don't trust him getting really up and down on this surface, especially on Monday. It's really going to be like that, you know, with the weather. Um, that's probably it. Fitzpatrick, possibly, depending on what the Fitzy. number Let's is. talk about Fitzy. Okay. I hate Fitzy. I hate Fitzy. Listen, I'm, apparently I'm just betting golfers I don't like uh, <laughs> on this one. And Fitzy, definitely, like, I picture him with his dumb shoes and his dumb face and just ripping my heart out. So why not bet him at 35 or 40 to 1, wherever you can get him at, depending on where you're at. Like, this seems like where you can get after it. He can, it's a, he can stick it close with his wedges, and then he can play pretty well in bad weather. Where, Byron, I, Byron, where I want, are you? I, yeah, I want you to refute that because I'm not, I, I, I don't even have to pull it. up the numbers, Boston. Right, I just know that he's not a good wedge player. I know it's the long irons. I know. Yeah, like, but the thing is, this is the problem I have with Fitz. Is it's his brain is so small. The smaller the greens get, the bigger his brain gets, and he tends to hit it closer <laughs> to the fit. Listen, man, like, I hate him too. <laughs> like, but like, I don't know. I guess, I guess, in my brain, like, so I haven't bet him yet. But in my brain, I always go towards uh, British and Irish golfers in bad weather. Like, yeah. I just do. And like, there's Harbour Town. You know, there's Harbour Town that, like, he had one of his best approach weeks there. Small greens. I, out of his ass. Pulled it out of his ass. I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. I'm aware. But. The worst. I, again, I, I had. had Cantlay and I had. I had Cantlay. Yeah, where fun. he chipped it yeah. off the freaking wooden stake in the goddamn. So fun. Oh, anyway. that, oh, that, oh that, was two, that was two years ago. Uh, this last year, I think I can't lay you had. I think you actually had Spieth again, and he lost in the playoffs. Oh, I did. Spieth again. Right. <laughs> lost in the playoffs. Yeah, Tom Super can't fun. Spieth, huh? Super fun. There oh. you go. Mm-hmm. You know, just bring just taking up old trauma there. So, all right. Uh, so do we go. So do we go to. So what about Cole? I you, what, like why isn't this a Cole course? Listen, I, I know it's not Bermuda. He missed the cut last week. But this guy's been a top twenty machine. He's been in contention in in premier events this whole time. Like, why not? Like let's say what's his what's his uh is it what seventy three on that so let's pull up those sixty six what, what right now what, somewhere what all right so his odds but Boston no, tell I mean, me what have you seen from him yeah on I, a Sunday when it matters from Cole yeah yeah that's fair like just the eye test. <laughs> but no listen listen I get it I get it but so and I'm definitely biased with this right because I had him against Kirk. 
Um, <laughs> and I've been waiting for this to fucking pay off. And I'm going to need to pay off soon because uh, I'm already negative. Uh, <laughs> like, even if he hits this week at whatever it is, 55 to 1, I'm probably still negative on betting him. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to need to get even. And he's a really good wedge player. He, he is not good between 150 and 175. He's not really good from over 200 either. Uh, so he's gained in his last, I know it's a short sample size, last 25, 24 rounds, he's gained 7.3 strokes over From. 200. Okay. Yeah. I just think bet him top 10 and call it a day. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I hear you. Like, I know. He's going to be inside the top five going into Sunday and then finish seventh. Like that's I know, but Byron, you, you got guys that you're just going to bet because I bet him so many times if I miss the win, I'm going to be suicidal. Yes, but there's also guys who just got to understand that Update. they're going to try and pull the trigger and there's going to be no bullets when, they, when it matters. So it's like all good. Yeah, nice. you know, like you I mean, dude, he was in the playoff. I mean, Kirk hit it to like fucking six inches. Like there was nothing he could really do. Cole hit a good shot and he almost buried the putt. Yeah. So I don't know. But that was early. That was like the Colin. It's like an expedited Colin Morikawa timeline. You know, like that was his, okay. that was his shot. And since then, it's just been no dice on Sundays. Okay. All right. Okay. Fuck you guys. Sorry. I'm not going to bet him, but if he wins, yeah. if he wins, <laughs> I am going to go scorched fucking earth. I'm just letting you know. All right. <laughs> I will fly to Iowa. <laughs> okay. There's only so many cities. There's like 10 people who live there. I'll find you. Right. Capra, we all know he's going to be on your shadow card anyways. All right. So <laughs> yeah. let's, let's, let's not pretend that you're not going to have a piece of it. All right. Let's go between like six. What's the shadow card? What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah. Not like anybody, uh, not like we have them all the time. All right. So 60 to 100. Uh, Byron, you said you got nine outrights, so and we've already checked off two of them, right? So there's got to be probably some in this range as no, well. Got three of them. Yeah. We've, we've done three. Of them, three. I'll give you Adam Scott at 70. Okay. Um, snagged him at an 80 at, at one point on Monday. And then Sahith Gala as well. I got him. At, he's still awesome. got an 80 out there. Okay. Uh, we'll start with Sith. Well, actually, Silly I'll just leave Sith for you. Yeah. What are they doing? That's crazy. I'll bet that every day of the week. Um, I'll go to Scott because I know you guys will have a lot to say about Sith. So, Scott, if you take a look at what he's done at, at this event, it's been pretty shitty. But if you take a look at what he's done on Pebble, where we'll get 75% of the rounds this week, being good. If you take a look at his wedge play, good. If you take a look at what he can do on POA, good. His driver is kind of sometimes can go off the planet, whatever. Not going to happen yet. You can hit three wood off the tee, call it a day. Um, love the course fit, love the price, love the wedges. I mean, at some point, the guy's going to stumble into a win, and I don't trust him on a Sunday, but at 80 to 1, it's a price I can pay. But, but do yes. you trust him? But you trust him on a Monday? What are the chances we have a 36 holes on well, Saturday? Lost. Do you think we're getting like late tee times because maybe they're trying to figure out, okay, once no, the Amis are gone, or because who's going to want to watch golf on a Monday anyway versus 36 holes on a Saturday? Me. I cashed, I cashed Cam Smith, the players. There was nobody fucking more. I had tickets to go back, and I was like, fuck that shit. I'm sitting in front of the TV. I'm not trying to follow Cam Smith around. I, I, I think we have a better chance of them ending after 54 holes than doing 36 on six. Oh, where's, where's Tommy Fleetwood? Yeah. Tommy Eric fucking Gold, Fleetwood. Tommy. 54 holes? Bring the I house. Worry about a Sunday? <laughs> I might double my best. I might double. All right. So, Adam Scott, I am probably going to bet as well. Uh, I agree uh, with everything you said. Too. He's playing really good yeah. lately, too. He played, I mean, there's no like categorical strokes gain stats from the Australian events they played, but. 
I think top 10s over there. He just finished top 10 again over at uh, Dubai. You know, good showing in the fall. His iron numbers are starting to trend back up. Really good from under 150. Great on Poa. Do I think he's going to win again? 42. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, Justin, Ro- Justin Rose won this last year. Putting. I, th- I, th- I putting, think I'm going to. Putting, 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 putting. He's Dude, putting well. You guys, you guys are never comfortable. That guy is two feet away from the fucking hole and there is zero <laughs> chance you are like, oh, he's got this. You're you're either refreshing shot data like a crackhead to see if he fucking made it or it's Sunday and you're staring at the screen hoping to Christ he makes it because you cannot trust him and his fucking terrible putter. Period. End of story. You know I'm wrong. There's a reason he's fucking 80 to 1. Alright. Well, Facts. I'll probably end up betting him, but I agree with everything Byron said. Uh, with Tagala, that was my first bet of the week. I got him at, it, it was a 90, and now it's oh, down to 80. But, oh, look. But, I got look, seven. I mean, like, I, the case for Tagalog this week is if we were saying at Kapalua, well, driver doesn't matter. You can make a very similar argument at Pebble because you're not hitting a ton of drivers here. Good from under 150. Good from over 200 if we're going to push out of the proximity buckets. Great poet putter. Good scrambler as well. Uh, good history on some colder, uh, shittier uh, weather as well. That RSM Classic, where he finished second to Adam Svensson, yep. really bad Sunday for the weather. Did pretty good that day. Top 10 at last year's Masters when it was really bad, cold weather over the weekend as well. So I knew he can get it done in these conditions. Uh, I really like Sahith for a bounce back this week. I, I was a little disappointed what happened to Tori. I'm going back to him at 90. I love his ceiling. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Everything, yes. Like if, you, if, if you're betting Spieth at 18 or 20 to 1, why are you not betting Sahith at fucking seventy to ninety to one? Mediterranean. He is. Speed. He is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like fucking. Listen, Andy's a great player to watch. Like, listen, I was so mad when Xander beat him. Like, what a great story. I love Sahith. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this guy to become everything because he's one of the best guys to root for, and that's what the PJ Tour is missing. The live keeps. Listen, I know the PJ is deep and. It doesn't matter. We got guys like the tire kid. What's his name? Firestone on lap fucking winning on fucking winning on Sunday and your casuals will still fucking tune in. But like for guys like us, like I don't like, listen, man, unless I'm sweating a bet, I don't give a fuck if Dunlap wins. Like I want to see my guys play. Like I want to see the best golfers in the world. I want to see him going up against the best golfers in the world. Okay. They just, they keep taking all my guys, man. And it's a Heath is, don't take Sahith. Oh, my God. Don't take Sahith. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. I love him, too. He's becoming one of my favorites quickly. All right. Well, Capper, since you just mentioned the best golfers in the world, why don't you tell us again why you bet the best golfer in the world, Keegan Bradley? I did not bet Keegan this week. I did not. I'm on methadone this week. I, I am not using heroin. I have Rowdy. a methadone tablet. I'm getting, my, I'm getting my little cup. I'm drinking my drink. I'm sitting over there to make sure I don't have the shakes. I don't know how many people know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but um, yeah, listen, I got to kick the drug at some point. I'll be back. This, this isn't long iron places where I want to play him. Um, and yeah, listen, man, him kicking me in the balls again. So early in the season, I got to give it a break. Give me long irons. Give me not POA and I'll be back on Keegan, but I'm not betting Keegan, this week, okay. which means everybody go bet. Fuck. All right. Uh, Byron, even if you didn't bet anybody in this range, is anybody about else? Anybody, anybody bet Decky? Well, I mean, he, he, some signs of life last week. 
Right? I don't Hole know. Hole in one, I, fucking birdie the last six holes on fucking Sunday. I don't know if I trust him making the putts on this POA. Even though historically it hasn't been horrible, just I, I saw way too many stuff shots of like seven feet last week and he just wasn't close. Yeah, yeah. He, did, he does what Decky does. Yeah. yeah. He can make enough putts. I mean, he made 14 putts in five holes. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Uh, let's see. Anybody else in this range, Byron? You're, you're, maybe I've got hundreds him, now. But like, I'm, go, I'm going into the hundreds. I'm in right. hundreds still. All right, let's go in the hundreds then. Uh, Capper, why don't we throw, start with you? Who are a couple guys over 101 that are uh, piquing your interest? I'm playing all I'm playing all the dumb narrative chalk. Hoagie, why the fuck not? <laughs> if it's a wedge fest, it's fucking Hoagie. Period yeah. of the story. Yeah. The guy set the course record at fucking TPC Sawgrass using his fucking wedges. Right? Wet, rainy, shitty, soft. Let's fuck. And he fucking won here. Let's go. Hoagie. 121. I have made way worse bets on way worse golfers at 120 to 1. So 120 to 1. And then let me ask you guys about how you guys feel about Taylor Montgomery at 115 to 1. Mr. Mr. Listen, he fell off the face of the earth again. He, he came on strong. You don't want to talk about who can putt and 115, 121. He hasn't looked Terrible. They missed cut last week, though. I, I, huh. I, I can't. I, I, can't, I, can't I, I, I'm, I'm never Montgomery. I, I, don't, I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I, I under, I understand why people would like him. He's from. Oh, dude, no, he got T13 here last year. I know he's been. He's pretty good with under 150, and he's a good ooh, putter. Ooh. He's 120 to one, Steve. I am not going to do it. You just got to stick to some conviction at some point. And Taylor Montgomery is one of the most talented golfers on the PGA Tour, but one of the worst competitors there is. That's just it. Oh, my God. He's he's house cat. Like, he's house cat all day. Byron, I'm going to tell you this right now. You're going to need to go. He's one of the best golfers, and he's not a competitor. That needs to be a T-shirt, and it needs to have your fucking handle underneath it and fucking come play rotoballer. Like that's that 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 is lit. he's a great golfer, not a competitor. That can describe ninety percent of the <laughs> fucking stiffs on this goddamn tour. Like, and that's the problem. Yeah. Nobody. Oh, dude, that is that's a great way to say it. I, yeah. I that's a great way to say. And it. this, Love I'll it. be playing him so much. I know this is betting, but DFS um all day. I don't care if he's yeah. chalk. I don't care. Like he's gonna make so many birdies at this golf course, mm-hmm. and until Sunday. And then who knows what the hell happens. Sunday. Dude, I think I had Fleetwood and Montgomery. What was the term where they were both in fucking contention? And I lost oh some other fucking stiff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was. But I was like, I got two of the three. And then who I had fucking melted down on Sunday per fucking usual. I was like, oh, is that a ditch? Maybe I just turn my car a little bit right. And I flip it. Maybe I flip it. We'll see. Nope. You're, you're on a good road there with Tom Hoagie. Keep going with going in that direction. <laughs> All right. So I like Hoagie. What about Nick Taylor? So he's a guy who I was. So he's a guy who I started betting top 20s on the last, what, okay. couple weeks, Steve, right? Kind of pops. Yeah. Looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily trust him fully, but he's 125 on my local. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. What do you, I don't know. He's won you before. Yes. In not oh, great weather. Yeah, but I mean, so I discount what's happened here before because they'd be like, 
I don't know. It's like when like Manny Ramirez went to like triple A and fucking like put up a good stat line. Like who cares? Like he did it against fucking shitty competition. Right. Like what did he do in the majors? Like the, the field was garbage. Like, I, so I don't, I don't, I, I like, look, I know he plays well he, here. He'd be, he be Phil. Be like, oh, Phil, the ghost of Phil. That's like betting Mad McNeely here. All these fucking, all these goddamn squids on the fucking internet. Be like, Mad McNeely. no fucking Mad McNeely is not winning this week. End of story. Fucking stop it. Like unbelievable. How many people I've seen talk about Matt <laughs> fucking McNeely to win an elevated event. Get help. He's not fucking winning. Like unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. How many people, because he grew up here and he played the course. That's like the, listen, they, Matt Fitzpatrick. Cause he fucking lived at the, the oh, God. Boston. when that, when that narrative hit, I legit almost committed yeah. suicide. I was so upset. Like, I can't believe that shit came home. And Matt McNeely is not going to do well here. End of story. Like, no, fucking people, stop. He's not going to do well. Ugh, okay. All right. So you like Hoagie, you like Montgomery, you like Nick Taylor. I don't Fire. know if I like Taylor. I need you guys to tell me if I like Taylor or not. I don't know if fuck. I, I like Nick Taylor. I've got Nick Taylor on the card. I've got Hoagie on the card. Uh, Let's go. Okay. I just think Nick Taylor is like one of these guys that just when he does it, he does it. I mean, he, he stared down. Tomcat Tommy Fleetwood at the RBC Canadian. <laughs> oh my! Took him down, dude. I had literally, I was out of the fucking hospital from a heart attack. What, like a week, <laughs> like a fucking week? And my buddy fucking took me. We went to go play like simulated golf at like a bar, and I got Tommy Fleetwood because I'm a degenerate. I'm fucking in a, the ICU. I'm like, I can bet Tommy this week. Uh, and <laughs> and I'm at the bar a week after the fucking heart attack. Yelling at the TV, knowing Tommy Flea was not gonna fucking win this thing. Like unbelievable. Yeah. Oh God, Byron, why did you remind me of that? Unbelievable. It's because Nick Taylor's gonna win you money. He he took Tommy's soul and now he's gonna run with it, kind of thing. Tommy so, took his own soul, that pussy laying up. Uh, like that. We'll we'll call it Taylor. You know, we've got to spin it the right way for you. And then Tom Tom Hoagie. I love yeah. him. You know, like also at that number, I'm cool with whatever he's done. He's he's good shots. That he can dial it in, like you said, can dial it in. Dude, he had, he had the course record at TPC. The only, th the only thing yeah. that makes me question Tom Hoagie, well, actually, what makes me love Tom Hoagie is the fact that I know he is such a degenerate. This guy has made millions of dollars on tour. He goes to casinos. He gets comped. Yeah. He's made how much money? And he hasn't fixed those fucking teeth yet because he'd rather fucking put it on blackjack. Like, that's my type of fucking degenerate right there. He's like, uh, I look like Dracula ate some rocks, but uh, I'm gonna go uh, play $500 here in blackjack instead of you know spending 10 grand on some tea. My type of guy, love it. Can't go wrong in that department whatsoever. All right, uh, uh, I'm interested uh, in Seabez. I'm no, interested in Seabez. Yeah, you can talk to That's, him about that. He's never yes. made good long iron player. Seems like he's figuring his stuff out. Like my problem with him has he's he's never been, never shown me backbone. Yeah, on a he's Sunday a European fucking loser. Oh yeah, well he's a South African loser too. But um, I've oh fuck, I'm I can sorry, attest. My bad, okay, but um, I'm sorry. <laughs> that putt he made on the 18th at Amex, that was technically to get into a playoff because oh. I mean the chances are of Dunlap bogeying that final hole, he had to pull it out of his. Out of his to kind of yeah, like I mean, Dunlap bogeys that hole. That we're in a playoff, folks. 
And that and part that's was, where Bazain Hu loses it because Bazain Hu doesn't win shit. Yeah, but I'll, he's played well yeah before, 120 to 1. Playing solid golf, did you, his approach. Did you know he had? A, did you know he had poisoning before? Did you know? Did I, you know he was poisoned? I don't as, even as the, know he had poisoning, dude. Like that's the thing. I played golf with him growing up, like, and like time out. Seriously, yeah. They say it every time he's in contention. Yeah, well, I think what the issue is is he's speaking English. He's he's Afrikaans, so yeah. so Afrikaans prat can be at the prat more. If you're speaking English, then we've got a problem, you know? So I think that's where the stutter comes in a bit. Um, he had the hearts for my sister in a big way. And, um, oh, really? Yeah. But now he's got a baby with his missus. She's but you like him? Yeah, I like the guy. He's one of, you know, he's right, well, it must be a good close, guy, close to my heart. And I think he's going to play nice. He's played well yet before. So yep. give me him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, 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 the iron play has been pretty good lately. Decent under 150, decent over 200. Good putter on Poa. Although I do question sometimes because it seems like every time I have a bet in Bazain Hoot, I question if his putting numbers are actually legit because I see him miss a lot of clutch six footers a lot. <laughs> and he made a clutch nine footer at the Amex. That's all I need. But it wasn't because, really I, because I did, because I didn't have any money on him. But when I have money on him, he stops hitting those things like yeah. at Honda last year. Um, oh. I'm interested though. I'm interested. Adam Hadwin, because I feel like I just got to keep going back to him. You know, decent on Poa, good short iron player. Brendan Todd seems like might be bulletproof in kind of crappy weather because a good short iron player can get up and down. Good a positional for Todd. You don't really think talking. No, I, I mean, Grayson Murray won a tournament. Like, I can't really say that I anymore. I don't want to talk about it. An amateur won a tournament. I can't say that anymore. I'd rather, but it, it's less likely that Grayson Murray won a tournament than an amateur won a tournament. The fact that Grayson Murray won a tournament makes everything we do question myself. Like I was literally walking around, like staring at the sun. You guys watch uh, Narcos, like Pablo just sitting there, like rocking in the chair, staring at the empty pool. That was me after Grayson Murray won. Like I, I was like, what am I doing with my life? The fact that Grayson Murray just won a fucking golf tournament. Okay, uh, a couple other names. Um, Adam Shank, decent under 150, decent poet putter. That could work. How about Mac Hughes? How about Mackenzie Hughes? Just getting up and down and putting everything. You just have scar tissue. You have scar tissue from him. That's why. I don't have, well, from Sam. Yes, you do. Yes, yes, you do. (laughs) TIO twice. TIO, exactly. I know you have scar tissue. Apparently, apparently a trip. Apparently, a tree branch is TIO, <laughs> apparently. Um, but no, like anytime he gets like kind of just like colder weather, rainy, shitty conditions, Mac Hughes tends to do pretty well for himself. And I think that's a good, you know, DFS play or positional possibly, like a top 30, top 40 even. I'd have to go see what it is, but I don't mind that. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to bet him outright, but... Those are guys I'm kind of looking at for this week. I don't know. I mean, we'll see what kind of happens with the tea times and the weather report. I'll have my final betting card out tomorrow. The only things I got down are Tagala at 90 and GT Poston at 60. And we'll see what happens. So. I have to say something, yeah. And I'm going to just yeah. do this real quick. because we Go got for it. Here. Oh, okay. I'm going to do the full hat. Peter Malnati is 1,000 to 1. <laughs> And he finished fourth year last year. And did you see what he did to freaking miss the cut at the Farmers? 
Like he's a West Coast guy and you have to put $1 down to win 1000 Like mm-hmm. to quote Kevin Malone from The Office, anytime someone gives you 10000 to one, you take it. And we're getting 1000 to one on a golfer who's showing that his best golf comes on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. A thousand to one. I mean, the dude is legit the worst driver I've ever seen. Like, I think I think like ten handicaps are better drivers than him. So, up K- Capper, you are actually I can't hear you. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to take over here uh, for the rest of the show. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that that's a stretch for me, but I get it. That's like really poor man's Mac Hughes. Is yeah, it's a thousand to one. But and also my final guy is Sam Ryder. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think he burned me a couple weeks ago, but I can I can get on board with that. How about now? Yes, yes. there you are. Perfect. Yeah. Glad you fixed it. So, uh, last one. Uh, Ricky Fowler, one hundred and fifty to one. Anybody? Fuck that shit. Anybody who listens to this podcast that bets Ricky Fowler can get fucked. Listen, download. You don't have to listen. Uh, but listen, uh, seriously, Ricky Fowler sucks. He took a better American golfer spot. Uh, he's a fucking hardo who has Olympic tattoos on his fucking forearm. He stinks. He wore orange. He was popular. He blows. No, no fucking Ricky Fowler. This is a never Ricky Fowler podcast ever. <laughs> okay. Byron, do you agree? Yes. Oh, I'm <laughs> in. Enough said. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got nothing else. Uh, Byron, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, where can we find you? Why don't you give us a couple plugs about uh, what you got going on? Yeah, at the Model Maniac on Twitter. That's where you'll find me doing rotable.com articles. You'll find back nine bets over there as well. Um, pretty much it. You know, we've got a got a nice little team developing over there at Rotoballer. So looking forward to yeah, fun year 2024. Yeah. Dude, a lot of heavy hitters. We're actually going to have Joe Idoni on our show in a couple of weeks. So just keep uh, keep promoting Rotoballer over there. Hey, man. We, we love you guys over there at Sports Gambling <laughs> Pod too. Yeah, exactly. When we're not stealing your content. So, do you have anything else? No, I don't. I mean, it's, uh, listen, I'm happy uh, Pebble actually has decent golfers playing. We don't have to worry about Ray Romano and every other scumbag fucking celebrity on the weekend. And maybe we can get some good shots. We'll see the weather. I feel like going to be a detriment to everything. But listen, it is what it is. Maybe they'll release the tee times. I'll have my final cut out. I'll have some first round leaders out as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I am legitimately just waiting on the weather and seeing who's teeing off where before I yeah. make any more bets other than stupid fucking Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it for me as well. We are going to have, uh, released tomorrow, our mm. debut live golf gambling show. Uh, we will try to intelligently talk about, uh, whatever the hell's going on in that tour. Uh, yeah, we will, uh, see what happens. Yeah, it's all it's all my guys. We have no stats other than Steve made some made a, made a very sexy Excel spreadsheet that he sent me earlier today. Yeah, I, 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 if if they don't want to give me real stats, I'm going to create my own. Stats. <laughs> listen, hey, listen, we got to send it to Prince uh, Yashir. Be like, look, man, you're not even doing the work. If you get fucking shot link and let us do an Excel spreadsheet. People will bet on your shit, you moron. There are yeah. people betting Swedish handball at three o'clock in the morning who've never heard of such a thing. Like, get it together on the gambling side, and you could do something. People might even download the WB or CW app, whatever the fuck it's called. 
God, <laughs> morons. Fucking Christ. Anyway. You've been preaching been tonight, Boston. Man. It's been so good. I've loved listening to you tonight. It's been good. All right. Love you, Byron. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll be back with the uh, Live podcast. No football this week. Uh, we'll do a crossover uh, with the Waste Management and Super Bowl next week for all our uh, silly uh, cross-sport bets. So other than that, let's fucking go. Let's go.